Everything you see exists together in a delicate balance. While others search for what they can take, a true king searches for what he can give. What's going on? Uh, welcome to our channel slash podcast over here at Broke Boy Media. Um, we're trying out new cameras today. Yay. So I'm not sure if you can see Devin. Um, we've This is our first time using Google Duo, which is it's working out pretty great. We got these Logitech cameras, um, Amazon Prime Day. Amazon Prime Day, <laughs> help us out. It was pretty awesome, man. Um, but yeah, everyone, just want to say hello and welcome. Um, just before we get started here today, just want to let you guys know at home that um, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and trying this new thing out on our YouTube channel. So give you more of a visual experience instead of just having like a, a still image the entire time. So thanks Dakota, thanks Dakota for complaining. Yeah, Dakota out there complaining and whatever. I don't know. He's he's like, oh no, man, I feel like you should get some uh, some some cameras. And I actually started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? He he actually might be onto something. But yeah, for all you audio listeners out there, um, if you want to view the video version of this podcast, um, you can look it up on our youtube channel but i just wanted to throw that out there and as always it's it's devin and me back at it again so uh how you been buddy you've been ha- had a good weekend and whatnot I, there's just so much hype from last night i, don't I even know, know. Uh, I, this... I couldn't even sleep last night i was just watching videos over and over again <laughs> you were and you went to go see an artist self-defense and you're like keep me updated and i'm like yeah okay <laughs> and then it was just like bring 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 i'm like i keep sending you all these tweets through twitter i was like I'm probably blowing up his phone right now, but like I, I read every one. Like I was just like I can't look at Twitter, but I can look at this quick little notification. <laughs> it's especially man, we got got, got the uh, iWatch too. You're just like, mm. oh, I didn't have mine on. It would have been oh, a lot really? easier. Dang. Oh yeah, I, I always have my on, but I put it on like um, I think it's theater mode in general. But um, yeah, we have a lot to talk about today. We'll get into our Lion King review. Um, later on in this episode, so we're gonna try something new and kind of, you know, talk about some some news, some t- TV and film news, and um, Marvel. Yeah. Kevin Marvel. Feige. Kevin Feige. Daddy Feige. At it. Oh my Back god. At it again, man. It's gonna. Be I think crazy. I think him and Phil Spencer should like have a partnership. They're just both gods. <laughs> Kevin Feige turning the MCU around. I mean, and Phil Spencer in general. And shout out to Phil Spencer really quick for. Uh, Dropping off for uh, launching that Series 2 Xbox controller. Oh, yeah. I was like, ah, Snapchat you earlier. I was like, we're in here. Put a few bucks down. I'm like, definitely going to be useful for Borderlands, um, Gears, and whatever. Halo, especially yeah. for me. I don't know. I, I, gotta, I still got to get used to the mouse and keyboard thing. But, yeah, man, let's get into it really quick. So, um, San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, Marvel had their panel yesterday, and they pretty much broke the internet in they, general. They just broke everything. <laughs> and I was like, man, like I don't know what's going to happen in Phase 4, and we got a lot to talk about, man. There's just... There's, There's 10 just, movies and shows that are have confirmed dates. Yeah, and I really like, so really quick for everyone who's listening, they're they're incorporating, you know, Disney Plus, their streaming service. It's supposed to launch later this um, this year. 
I think in November, right before Christmas. I yeah. Think. I don't know. But um, it's more of the Disney Plus is going to be the Disney Plus series are going to be into the MCU in general. So I thought that was kind of cool. It's all it's all interwoven perfectly. It's all um, going to connect. Unlike the past <laughs> Marvel TV shows that have just like kind of been their own thing. Yeah, yeah, and I like it now how they're doing it to where, you know, we have Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, but I, I, I always felt like it was more one-sided connected, so, I mean, it was all in the same shared universe, but, you know, the movies never really mention, you know, the smaller street heroes, I guess you could say, um, probably rightfully so, but it was kind of just more one-sided connection with affecting everything on a smaller personal level when it came to the Netflix shows. Um, I still haven't watched Daredevil yet. I, I am kind of curious in general as to what kind of budget the shows are going to have. Is it going to be like comparable to the movies? Because I've always kind of had an issue with, with superhero TV shows just having like a worse budget so they can't, they just won't look as good as the movies. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, hopefully now, um, you know, hopefully we'll get like Daredevil and Luke Cage and them later on, but Hopefully Marvel knows what they're doing. I, I have I have faith in Disney slash Marvel, whatever you want to call them in general. So, should be interesting, man. But um, whew, let's get this ball rolling. So starting off, Phase Four, we got Black Widow coming. Oh up. yeah, May first, twenty twenty. So this is supposed to be directed by Kate Shortland. And starring Jessica, uh, no, I was going to say Jessica Johansson. Wow. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, excuse me. Uh, Florence Pug, uh, Florence David Pugh. Harbour, Rachel Weisz, and O.T. Fagin, Fagbin? Fag? I'm, not sure, I'm not sure about that one. I can't really pronounce it. Fagbelin? Fagbin? Fagbelin? I don't know. But, yeah, so apparently they said that this is supposed to... Um, Set between the Black Widow Winter movie is supposed to be more about her past, and it's it was after Civil War, before Endgame, right? right? right. Or yeah. before Infinity War, before yeah, before Infinity War. So it's before, I mean, after Civil War, yeah, after Civil War, before Infinity War, yeah, slash Endgame, because <laughs> it's all one giant movie anyway. So who cares? Um, but yeah, going into it, I wasn't really that excited for this, but then once they announced the cast, and then they showed, or we didn't see it, but kind of heard what the little uh, sneak peek they showed. I'm very excited for this. See, now. I haven't even seen the sneak peek yet, and I need to. Well, well uh, they, didn't, they didn't show it, like, to the public yet. But they just uh, kind of just, okay, okay. I was going to say. I people described what they saw. Okay. Yeah, there was, there was so many different um, trailers that dropped this week. And it was like, holy crap, you know, they got Picard. You got uh, it, uh, Chapter 2. We got... Oh my gosh! Uh, Top Gun, Maverick, and um, something else. I can't. I'm drawing a blank on. But um, oh, uh, never mind. It'll come back to me. Uh, Watchmen. That's what it was. Wow. But yeah, man, it's they're they're, they're this, kicking this cast, things off, man. This I, cast. This cast is it stacks. I was like, we got our board David Harbor in here from Stranger yeah, Things. We got Vice coming in. I wonder what character she's gonna play. I don't know. He's he's all over heard, the place. Man. I heard David Harbour is going to be like kind of like the Russian version of Captain America, which is like <laughs> really interesting and cool and weird. Captain the Russian. Oh. <laughs> I, I forgot what his name is, but we can look it up. He's carrying over his uh, flag from uh, at the end of Stranger Things season three. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. 
For all we know, that could be his origin story. <laughs> and, uh, and and Florence Pugh, she was just in Midsummer, and that's the first I've seen of her, but she seems like a very good actress. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, she looked very uh, familiar for a second. I was like, I've seen her in something. I haven't seen Midsummer yet. But, but apparently she's going to be playing a different Black Widow, so people oh. are saying that no, there's uh, going to be kind of a, a torch pass between Scarlett Johansson and her for the new Black Widow moving forward. Uh, okay, okay, that makes more sense. I got you, I got you. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. And let's see, uh, Next up next we have, after Black Widow, um, we're, we're just going to go through the entire Marvel, the Phase 4, really quick. We'll, we'll go We'll go in, in order, though, so it makes Yeah, sense. so in order, so we have Black Widow coming up first, May 1st, 2020, and then November 6th, 2020, we have The Eternals, which I'm very, very excited about, because my boy that Richard cat. Madden... AKA Rob Stark is going to be in. Ah, I'm so excited. This cast is. This cast is very stacked. Directed by Chloe Zhao. It's going to have good things. Huh? I've heard good things about Chloe Zhao. Okay, okay. I want to see what else she's directed in general. I really don't know. I'm trying to think. Oh, so it's going to star Angelita Jolie, Richard Madden, uh, Kamal Nujani's going to be in it too. What? My boy Kamal. Oh, man. Um, let's see what else. Lauren uh, Ridloff, uh, Brian, Brian Tyree. Tyree Henry. He's everywhere right now. Oh, that's right. Oh my gosh. He's oh, just in Chucky. He's, he's just in so many movies. Don Lee, uh, Salma Hayek, and Leah McHugh. So we don't really know anything about this movie because it's like kind of an obscure property. But I'm getting like Guardians of the Galaxy vibes, where no one really knows going into it, but then it's just gonna blow our minds. Yeah, definitely. Because when I I remember when Guardians of the Galaxy first came out, and it was like they just scraped like the bottom of the barrel when it came to uh, those uh, Marvel superheroes. Um, I did get a, fr- a few um, Eternals comic books during uh, Free Comic Book Day, just because I don't know what issue- issues they are. I just wanted to pick something where I can kind of like follow on with the story. I think I have like issues like one, two, and three of whatever storyline I can't really remember. But I'm so freaking pumped for that, man. I think yes. I think because they didn't really um, during comic during their panel, they didn't really uh, they kind of um, announced everything in random bits. So I think the Eternals was the first thing that they announced, even though yeah. Black Widow is coming out first. And I think they kind of just Went over the cast, but none of the story details or anything. Right, right, right. Um, and moving into fall 2020, we got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's going to be on Disney Plus streaming service. So I think it's safe to say, I think it is supposed to come out. Disney Plus is supposed to come out on November. Uh, November, yeah. So, of course, we got Sebastian Stan and we got Anthony Mackie playing their respective roles. I don't know when this is supposed to fit into the timeline. I'm assuming after. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's after Endgame. Endgame, since, I mean, C- Captain America's pr- pretty much dead. Anthony Mackie came out on stage with the Captain America shield, so. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so did um, my girl, N- Natalie Portman. We'll, yeah, we'll talk there. about that in, in a second. I'll, did, oh. did you see what happened during the Falcon and um, Winter Soldier one, though? No, what happened? Um, Helmet Zemo, like, came up on the screen, like, in the character. And she says, like, I'm coming after you guys. <laughs> and then he put on his purple mask, like the one he's famous for in the comics. Nice. So he's going to be, like, a super villain now. That's going to be awesome. He's, like, an underrated villain in the MCU because he, like, 
controlled all of Civil War and Winter, Sol- Winter Soldier, kind of. That's gonna be yeah. Zemo, Zemo is gonna be that, that's gonna be a nice little twist, man. I'm, he's got that. He's got that purple helmet now. He's, he's, <laughs> he's like, I'm no, I'm lo- no longer just a man, just an ordinary man. I have a purple helmet now, so that's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, what else do we got? Forgive us. We're kind of like going through this. Um, 2021. Yeah, 2021, February 12th. We have Shanghai and the Legend. Shang Shang Chi. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes. Starring uh, Simu Liu, Tony, Tony uh, Luang, and Aquafina. Aquafina. I, wait, what? Aquafina, <laughs> you know. Crazy Rich Asians. Oh my god! The, fair, that's the farewell, right. the farewell. Yes. Haven't seen it yet, but how could I forget? How could I forget? I was like, "Am I reading that?" <laughs> I was like, "Am I reading that right?" I'm like, "I don't even know." Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, Simu Liu is is playing Shang Chi apparently, mm-hmm. and he went up on stage and said that he got the call that he was cast on Tuesday, like last Tuesday. Wow. They're like, came, hey, uh, we need you to come out. Yeah, he to, came to Comic Con uh, a few days later, San Diego, to uh, you know reveal this to the world. So. Apparently, apparently, the one of the guys from Power Rangers was like in the final like cut down for possibilities, but he didn't make it. Hmm. I forgot what color Power Ranger he was in the new movie. Hmm. Hopefully, it's the Red Ranger. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. So but yeah, uh, this movie is gonna have the Mandarin, like the real Mandarin. In the it. real, yeah, the real man, not not the one from, uh, <laughs> not Ben Kinsley. What was that Iron Man three? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he said he wasn't the real Mandarin, so this is actually kind of a perfect setup. It's, it's gonna be. Of, how do you think a kung fu movie will work in MCU? I don't know, but I think it's gonna be bad fucking ass, dude. Because they kind of had it with the Iron Fist movie. Yeah, I've watched. Show. Yeah, I watched a few through the and like. I know a lot of people don't like the Iron Fist, but I kind of liked it all all together. I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty interesting, just in general. But hmm, that's gonna be I'm I'm super excited for that. We, Everyone's we got, saying this is gonna like crush in the Chinese markets. Like it's gonna be a billion dollar movie no matter what. That and probably uh, yeah, that and probably uh, Mulan too. Yeah, that that's looking very interesting. I'm glad they're not like just making a rehash of the same old movie. We'll get into that later. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. And then, so after uh, Shang-Chi, uh, we have uh, in spring 2021, we have WandaVision. It's also going to be a Disney Plus TV show. So it's still a really weird name to me. And but... it's interesting because they're saying it's post-Endgame. So that means they're going to have to revive Vision in some way. Or it, it might it might be post Endgame. Yes, that's what I've heard. Hmm. I was gonna say I'm like, well, maybe it's just you know the time between uh, the events of Civil War and Infinity War because you know they spent a lot of time together. I mean, they, they were living in Scotland, you know, but I mean that was for other reasons as well. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm all for um, oops, I'm all for um. You know, Paul Bettany and especially uh, Elizabeth Olsen coming back. And well, I mean, Elizabeth Olsen isn't dead anyway. She, 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 she had her time on screen. That was that was pretty freaking awesome. You'll remember me. Oh yeah, I was like, I don't even know who you are. You will. <laughs> but yeah, we don't know too much about that. But I mean, going. Into- what we did here is that Elizabeth Olsen said this will be the show where 
like the official Scarlet Witch comes out, like the actual witch part. So she'll have more like the dark arts. Oh, and it might ooh, it might be more of a uh, horror film or esque. Well, I know that. Well, the one of the other Disney movies or Marvel movies with um, Doctor Strange. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, it's supposed to be more of a horror. But yeah, so we have that coming on spring twenty twenty one, and we also have Loki coming out. Oh as yeah, well. this Tom one's really interesting. On yeah, this one's interesting because, because he, it takes place after he gets the cube in Endgame. Yep. Yeah, that, he created his own ends. little timeline. So that, so that means it's when he's still like a douche. Pretty much, he hasn't had his arc in, in Ragnarok yet. Right. See what kind of Loki we're dealing with here. Yeah, I'm 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 down for some new, some more uh, mischief Loki, man. Like I, I kind of miss it. I mean, he still is mischievous, but he was, yeah, he was definitely more of a dick. Um, <laughs> later on, I mean, earlier on within Marvel. Um, yeah. But that that's gonna be interesting too. So we have WandaVision and Loki both coming out spring 2021. And then in um well this is also technically May May. I mean uh spring twenty twenty one, uh May seventh. We have Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. That title. That title. And I'm like, so cool. ooh. And this is supposedly uh, supposedly supposed to be a horror film. Yeah, the first MCU horror film. Yeah. We got Elizabeth Olsen and Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, Scarlet Witch getting some more screen time. She didn't really have too much coming into this, so it's good to I'm see her. I'm really happy about that because, I mean, I'm, I belong to, like, maybe the 8% of people in the world who like Age of Ultron. But, like, she was, like, my favorite reason. I was like, oh, man, she's really awesome. And I always knew about her in X-Men, but I just wanted to see how she was going to play out on screen. And then uh, Quicksilver had to die, but <laughs> yeah. But and yeah. then the the villain for this movie is Nightmare, which yeah, is that's, so badass. Yeah, that's He's such a good villain. Yeah, and this is all directed by Scott uh, Derrickson. I'm not sure yeah. what else he's directed. He but... did the first Doctor Strange. Oh, did he? Okay, okay. I really like the first Doctor Strange, and not a lot of people didn't. But... It has the best visuals, like in the MCU. Super pop, freaking like... trippy too, man! It's insane. Oh my gosh. Um, and then moving on, we have. Hawkeye. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm sorry. We have the, what if? the yeah, we have the Marvel What If What If coming out in summer 2021. Also going to be in a Disney Plus um, streaming service as well, starring uh, Jeffrey Wright, Chris Evans, and Haley Atwell. And I said, uh oh. And then there's like 20 other people in it too. Yeah, like pretty, Every, pretty much everyone. Cast. Yeah, everyone from the MCU is in it. Right, which is it's the first ever animated MCU show. Oh, this is going to be animated. Okay. Yep. I'm it's actually interested in that because I do and I enjoy um, DC's animated uh, movies. So hopefully they'll share some kind of similarities or do something else that'll totally blow our so, minds. So basically, Jeffrey Wright's going to be like the narrator. He's going to be one of the watchers, remember mm-hmm. from Guardians? Oh, okay, okay. So he's going to be a watcher, like telling these different stories of what if this happened in the MCU, and they'll show different characters doing crazy stuff. Okay. I'm all I'm all for that man. Honestly, just in general. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, and also, there's a lot of stuff happening in 2021. And then we also have in fall 2021, Hawkeye's getting his own oh, Disney Plus yeah. TV show. So I'm very excited. I'm sure Jeremy Renner is. You know, he's getting more screen time as well. But um, <laughs> that that logo for it looks a little weird. I really like the logo for. Uh, Apparently, it's from a, a comic book run. It's like hmm. supposed to mirror that. Well, that's good. I really like how Marvel is, you know, they're they're taking the time, even though, you know, having these 
um, villains, not villains, or superheroes in general who normally don't get a lot of screen time are going to be getting, you know, more of a spotlight because that's always a good thing in my book. <laughs> and uh, Devin has stepped away from the uh, camera for a second. I have no clue what he's doing. Oh, he's grabbing water. There we go. Black the, glor- the glories of your computer being in the kitchen. <laughs> he said, hold on one second. He's like, well, what, let me take a swig. Let's look at that. That Chris. What, what kind of water is it? Dasani? Um, not, we're not sponsored, but it's Ice Mountain. <laughs> the Ice Mountain guy. Yes, we are not sponsored. None of this is sponsored. It could be. I wish we were sponsored, but that's okay. That's totally fine. But going on to November 5th. 2021 Thor Love and Thunder directed by Taika Waititi this logo looks so good I think it's my favorite one next to um, the Doctor Strange logo as well Yeah, and of course Chris Hemsworth coming back and we got Natalie Portman coming back as well That's that's a shocker Yeah, everyone thought she was done I thought she was done too and she's like, oh, I'm going to be, like, the girl version of Thor. <laughs> Lady Thor. Lady Thor. So that's that's going to be sweet. I just, I don't know what it's going to entail, but, I mean, if it's anything like Thor Ragnarok, I'm, I'm, I'm all on board in general. Man. And then we also, there's apparently, um, there's also a few more Marvel movies coming out um, in 2022. Because they generally do three a year. And then, but you know, since they're incorporating a Disney Plus show, which I think will actually incorporate more people to start getting into the MCU in general, instead of like, oh, you know, well, you know, I don't go to the movies all that much, but you know, when I go, I always normally go see a Marvel movie. But I think this will incorporate and help people watch them um, all the way through because I believe all the Marvel movies will be on Disney Plus streaming service as well. But apparently, there's supposed to be three Marvel movies coming out in 2022. I mean, yeah, in 2022 on February 18th, May 6th, and July 29th. But we don't know what those are. But in other news, again, Kevin Feige had even more to say. Just drop that mic. Literally, we have Black Panther 2 that's in development. We have Guardians. Wakanda forever. Um. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which we already knew was happening. Captain Marvel 2, Fantastic Four, and a new Blade, Blade Marshall Ali. Ali. Ah. The perfect casting that I could never have thought of, but it's so perfect. <laughs> it's going to be amazing, man. Like, I'm just. He, he already looks like Blade. It's so crazy. He really does. And I was. And I always thought, I'm like, okay, I'm like, number one, like, once they introduce mutants um, into the MCU, I'm like, Who's going to play who? Because that's always very important. And then also, um, what else? Yeah, like, like I was like, okay. I, I saw the Wesley, Wesley Snipe Blade movies. Um, like, they, they were really cool. I liked them a lot. But I was like, who's going to play Blade if they, like, introduce Blade into the MCU? Because they do make a little bit of a uh, vampire uh, reference in Thor Ragnarok when uh, Korg, like, is like helping Thor pick out his his weapon. He was like, he's like, hey mate. <laughs> he's like, what do you think of this one? He's he's like, it looks like there's, like um, you can kill three vampires hurdled together. And then I just watched this one video. This one guy literally like, 
took that entire phrase and like somehow read so far in between the lines that he's like, oh my god, so like alien uh, aliens know about vampires, which we always thought more is more of like an earthly thing. So does that mean that Blade can be introduced into the MCU? Yeah, it. it was awesome. Dude, Bershaw Ali just came out of nowhere and just put that Blade hat on and the place just went wild. Like So we don't know if this is gonna be phase four or phase five, but it definitely seems like they're setting up like more of a like a supernatural element in these next in this next phase and which which i i really like a lot i mean you know we we've we've gone from like you know the 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 humble homey earth stories and you know we're getting more into cosmic entities with apparently you know um nick fury is just somewhere out in space with the freaking scrolls doing he's, whatever he's, search, he's searching for this the space uh shield whatever it's called yeah and then hopefully we'll see like either uh secret wars which the russo brothers said that they would come back if disney ever wanted to do secret wars which is awesome but mm-hmm. i think they definitely deserve a well long deserved break after pretty much shooting two movies back to back because like, we, we pretty much got spoiled. Movie of all time. Yeah. Yes, yes. And that's another thing. Freaking Avatar is at the bottom. Well, it's not at the bottom. It's number two right now. You're not first, you're last. <laughs> I was very, very excited. They're like, oh, by the way, Endgame is going to pass uh, Avatar in a number of days. And James Cameron's is going to be like, oh, well, it's, that's that's really nice. That's very interesting. Whatever, whatever. But come up, I don't come know. Come the water and just be like, whatever. <laughs> Everyone cares so much. A lot of our friends don't care, but we care in general. But it's just cool to be a part of that moment. Yeah. <laughs> and oh my gosh, what else? What else do we have? Fantastic Four. Um, Fantastic Four, yeah. Fantastic Four is coming Marvel's out. First family. I, I want to know who's going to play who. Um, it, it's got to be John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. It has to be. That it's will be pretty perfect. amazing. And then maybe like Zach Efron is Human Torch. I've heard some. Zach, okay, okay. I've heard that a little bit. And the thing, I don't know, could be anyone. Yeah. Well, do you ever like wonder? Like, I think they were talking about this on um, the Weekly Planet podcast. Um, <laughs> they were like, they're like, do you ever wonder if like the audience has like a better idea of like casting than like Hollywood does? And they're like, you know what? That actually does make a lot of sense. Should we go with that? And then it kind of just happens. I feel like- does happen sometimes maybe yeah. not very often probably not very often because you know they don't want the uh you know general public running their uh, business model in general but yeah man there's this i mean black panther 2 guardians 3 captain marvel fantastic four blade and he did mention about the x-men coming into it a little bit you know just i like, think it's I, mean, I think it's important that he mentioned mutants and he didn't say x-men but he made sure he said mutants specifically yeah, I mean, which which is in case which they are, and I, it it would be really awesome if they did the X Men versus the Avengers, and then have it to where to that. What's up? It'd be cool if they built up to that. Yeah, that would be really awesome. I'm trying to think what else. Um, it would be really cool, like if if they built up to that, maybe have like, you know, uh, Wanda be the kind of House of M. Yeah, or. I wouldn't even say like the hey you know let's all get along like maybe she would sympathize more with the mutants for like kind of like turn on the x-men in general i mean i guess kind of like a dark phoenix type thing but i don't know or it's 
kind of all up in the air. Whatever you're doing, Marvel, just keep doing it because yes. you're, you're breaking the internet right now. It's in, just in Feige we trust. In Feige we trust, just like we trust our old boy uh, Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer, man, oh man. But yeah, man, this there's been there's there's so much other things that happen at Comic Con. I really I would really like to go one day. I'm not much of a cosplayer myself, but um Oh it'd be so cool to go to. <laughs> it would be pretty sweet. Yeah, that or E three. Yeah, yeah. I ooh, you know, I think I wouldn't mm, I would definitely like to go to both. I would want to go to both, but I think San Diego Comic Con would be on my list a little bit higher just because of all the panels that you can try to get into and you know, just meeting just the most random people and just meeting a but I feel like you can meet more stars essentially at Comic Con yeah. than you can at Yeah. But, well do I, do I have a surprise for you? Check under your chair. It's the both Comic Con and E three. It's like Oprah, how did you get in here? <laughs> just sneaks in. Yeah, man, so that that pretty much I don't know, man. I'm just I woke up today. I was like, "It's a good day." It it's, is a it's good. A great, day. It's Pepper, a good Sunday. I wear some Marvel shirts today. Oh, sure. you know, I got the Black Panther and Avengers shirt on right now. Um, trying to figure it out, but yeah. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to touch base on before we get into our our, our Lion King review? I'm just so excited. <laughs> I'm just so happy to wait like what eight ten months till Black Widow. I'm fine, man. Honestly. Borderlands and Gears 5 will keep us occupied until then. Hopefully. And, you know, a few other movies. Star Wars coming out as well. But, yeah, also another Disney news just in general. So we're going to get into our uh, Lion King review right now. Devin and I both saw it over um, over the weekend. So we're, we're, we're going to talk about it. We're, we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to talk about it. <laughs> we're going to talk about it. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, The Lion King. It is um, the, the remake. It, it's it's The Lion King. <laughs> Literally, shot for shot. And... Directed by John Favreau. Yeah, okay, what's okay? Okay, I thought it was only produced by him, but so yeah, directed by John Favreau, and it it's a stack cast. I mean, you know, you got Beyonce, you got Childish Gambino, you have Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, who plays yeah. uh, Timon? I can't Billy remember. Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner. You have uh, the King himself, um, James Earl Jones coming back as Mufasa. I forgot who plays Scar. The same guy who was in. Um, uh, Doctor Strange one. Yeah, Baron Mordo. Okay, that's okay. And um just a slew of great people. I don't know the kid name the kids' names for uh Nawai and um Simba. But um yeah, so this movie is really it's it's cool. I you know, it, it was really cool. It, it all looks amazing. Like yeah. there's the CGI just looks incredible the whole time. Yeah, the the aesthetics were were very very pleasing, and I was like, wow, you know, this would be amazing. But I think what really took it out of it for me, and this isn't even the movie's fault. I think it was my theater's fault because I think the aspect ratio was off. So I went to go see it in the Dolby theater, and I didn't really care too much about it because you know we both have AMC Movie Pass. But um, yeah, the aspect ratio was off, so. It was, they had uh, the two black bars on the sides. 
So it was pretty much just like a standard viewing playing inside the Dolby Theater. And that normally never happens, especially for a Marvel, I mean not Marvel, excuse me, a Disney movie in general, no matter what it is, Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Star Wars, whatever, it's always, you know, the full aspect ratio, whatever the aspect ratio is for, um, for a Dolby Theater. And I think that kind of took it out of it for me. But other, other than that, um, I mean, I was kind of just annoyed because I'm like, well, you know, other people paid to see this, you know, pay premium price to come and see this. And they're showing like a standard version, a standard aspect ratio in a Dolby Theater. But that's okay. But yeah, um, like you said, it was it was very pleasing to see. Um, couldn't really like see a lot of emotion coming yeah, out of Yeah, we were talking about that the other day. Like, because it's real lines, they can't really emote with their faces. Like, they couldn't animated versions. So it's like they're kind of just staring at each other with blank faces. Then, <laughs> yeah, they can't do any of that. It's like, oh my god, it's like Mufasa. But, like, literally, like, as I was watching this movie, because I used to, like, The Lion King is my shit. Like, I used to watch it all the time when I was a kid. And I was just more of. I was like pretty much mouthing the word, like you know, the it's script for script, pretty much. I mean, there's yeah, a there's piece, some pages. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Um, I kind of like how they added a few small little things, like when um, when Nala finds Simba out in like you know the wilderness or whatever. They, I I can't remember. I think they never really showed Nala like escaping Pride Rock to go find help. It was kind of just like, oh, you know, Simba's just out in some random ass jungle, and then, oh my gosh, it's Nala, like you know, and but yeah, um, overall, uh, mm. I think one of the things about me the most is the scene where Simba looks up to the stars and hears um, Mufasa's voice, but they didn't, you didn't see Mufasa. There was no freaking, yeah, I was looking I was for like, him. What am I looking at? It's just the stars. It's clouds. I'm like, it's what's from happening? The first movie. It's one of the parts <laughs> of the original. It's, you see him in the in the stars and the clouds, and it looks really cool. Right. He's talking down to his son. And they just took it they out. They made it all godly. I was like, ooh, you know, like this, this like is the real voice, deal. A voice from the clouds. It's just not as good. Yeah, it, it's it's not as good at all. I was not. <laughs> I, I kind of just went through the movie, and at the end, I was like, well, I don't really know what I was expecting, to be it's honest. A, it's a good movie, but it's just not as good as the original. Right. And and everyone who I who I know has seen this movie, they're like, oh, you know, but like they love it. They absolutely love it. But it's more of like, hey, you know, um, for for me personally, like th- this version just isn't for me. It's and and I really like I like how Disney is, you know, they're they're remaking their old classics because Hand-drawn animation isn't as popular anymore, unless you're watching anime, I guess. But um, even I kind of just stopped watching it after a while, too. But um, it's not even because of the art style. It's just, in general, I don't know. It's found other more, more interesting things to watch. And um, But I guess, you know, for this age of kids, like, this is like the CGI age for them. And I don't know. They seem to really enjoy it. I sat next to, like, a family of five. <laughs> The kids are all loving it. They're yeah, all and that and that and that's what matters at the end of the day. Honestly, everyone can say, "Oh, you know, like it's a cash grab, whatever, whatever," and like, "Oh, I'm tired of these remakes." I'm like, "Well, the story's a new generation, right?" And like they're saying on Lights Camera Barstool, how like 
I mean, the story of the Lion King isn't made like isn't even original through Disney. Like it's it's a kid's version of Hamlet. Yeah. Like, this, this all this all it's like if you really think about it, if you go through all of Disney's like classic um computer um I mean th- through their classic IPs in general. Um they they're, they're all just it's their own version of the of certain stories that are that's like public domain. So it's like I don't know. People get like really pissed when they make a remake, but then you know if they if they don't make it to the T like the original, it's like oh they hate it that way too. So it's like you can't really you can't win with anyone. It's like I mean Disney Disney's a company like their main goal is to make money, like they and they're making money. <laughs> yes, but yeah, I, over, I don't know. it's it's just not for me. Um, I agree what, with what you said when you uh, texted me the other day. You're like yeah, it, the emotion just, just isn't there. So. You know, I I grew up with the first version, the original version. And that's totally fine. I'm not, I I'm not. I don't want to sit up here and say, oh, well, like the original version is better and blah 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 blah, whatever, whatever. Because everyone says that, and I get tired of when people say that about Star Wars sometimes. But everyone thinks that you know their version of whatever what they grew up with. Everyone thinks their generation is the best, essentially. So I don't know, but. Yeah, um, was there any, uh, anything else you wanted to touch base on with it, or? You, I love uh, I love the voice acting. I think Childish Gambino was awesome as Simba. What Beyonce, do you think about Beyonce? Pretty good as Nala. She didn't have that many lines, but it was pretty good. Yeah, Beyonce doesn't like. <laughs> I've heard her talk in interviews, and I'm kind of glad like she sounded the way that she did because in interviews she sounds like totally different. At least from like a few years ago, from what I remember, might be different now. But I'm really glad that she like actually uh, went through like voice training for that but she was killing all those pipes man of course <laughs> I saw a video on Twitter uh, someone was in- someone was inside uh, the theater watching the Lion King and as soon as um, you know they're tumbling around when they're older and um, uh, freaking Nala's like Simba, <laughs> when they're older, and then the guy's like Beyonce, is that you? <laughs> and the whole theater cracking up, they didn't even care. He's like Simba, Beyonce, <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> but yeah. Oh man. But like I said, you know, if for those of you listening out there, it's um, I, I would definitely say go see it and form your own opinion because. Rotten Tomato scores, I mean, it's it's another split movie, you know. Just because critics like seem like like they don't like it and audience loves it doesn't necessarily mean it's like an amazing movie. But people have to understand that critics job, like these movie critics' jobs are to critique movies. Whether they absolutely love it, their job is to find flaws within this movie and say if it's hey, you know, it's worth worth your time, worth your money. Or just in general, like whether you're gonna go watch it in the theaters or whether you're gonna pick it up on Blu-ray, it doesn't really matter. That's and, and they want they want their critiques to stand out, so they can't just play it safe. They have right? To they can't say, "Oh, you know, there's things I liked about it, things I didn't." But yeah, you know, go see it, kind of whatever, whatever. But yeah, I I, I totally agree. The people are just people hate on critics too much. Same thing with like video game critics, but that's a whole different scenario. But um, score time? Oh, yeah. Score time. Out of 100, 
What would you give The Lion King Remake 2019? So on Rotten Tomatoes, let's see what it's at right now. <laughs> so on Rotten Tomatoes, it is 55 or 54% critic and 89% audience. Okay. Okay. 80, so, 89% audience? Yeah. Okay, that yeah, that makes sense. I'm gonna go somewhere right around the middle. I'm gonna go seventy-five because, okay. like I said, I, I, it's a good movie, like a standalone movie. It's it's still very good, very well made, and everything. It's just like I said, the emotions aren't the same, and they took away the freaking sky, the sky I, Mufasa. I, I was like, I was like panning the screen. I was like, where is he? Where is he? Right. <laughs> Mufasa, where are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, they took away the emotion. They took away Mufasa Sky version. So, yeah, it's it's, it's good, but not great. Yeah, I, I I have to agree. I would I would have to pro- I would have to give this like probably like a sixty eight out of a hundred. Ooh, even lower. I don't know. It's there's just and it, I guess it was mainly because every single time I heard like Beyonce or any of the other voice actors talked. It wasn't like a, oh, you know, I'm seeing a picture of their character on screen. And it's like their voice and that picture didn't mix, like, mix up for me. Like it didn't mesh well. As let, in, me, let me explain on YouTube. I don't know if you've ever watched him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah he's, he's he, great. <laughs> he explained it pretty well. He said it was basically like a voiceover put over a National Geographic like, show. <laughs> like that's what it felt like. Oh my gosh, Natty G's. That's basically what it was. Yeah, I would probably have to agree with that because every single time I heard any of the voice actors, I just I could just picture their 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 face on screen. It wasn't I, I guess the immersion just wasn't there for me, I guess. That's Seth, that's Seth Rogen laughing me crack up. He had <laughs> one or at least one signature Seth Rogen laughing there, and I was just like, yes. Yeah. So yeah. perfect. They, 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 they did a good job, and so did Keegle, uh, Keegan Michael Key. Was and great. Eric Andre. Yeah, and Eric Andre. Yeah. That was, that, that was great. He's like, I need my space. <laughs> but these are boundaries, man. <laughs> but, um, and who played Shanti Lupita, I think it was? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, but yeah, it was <laughs> very, very interesting in general. But yeah, sixty out of sixty-eight out of hundred. I don't even know if I'm gonna pick this up on Blu-ray. <laughs> I already have like the Blu-ray version of Black would, would you ever watch this over the original version? No. <laughs> there, there's, there's your answer. No. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not the same. No. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> Man. Well, there's your answer then. Yeah, that was that was actually a really good uh, analogy there. Man. Alright. Um yeah, that um that pretty much wraps it up for that. Oh, I forgot to tell you just really quick. I was super super off topic, but I tell you my mom got Apple Music. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. That's she was like, Oh my gosh, like like have you do you know who Ed Sheeran is? I was like <laughs> Yeah, I know who Ed Sheeran is. <laughs> big big movie star Ed Sheeran. Right. Hey man, he, he did a great job in yesterday. Everyone go check out our yesterday review. Um in general. But yeah, um hopefully this pretty much concludes our podcast in general. Um for everything Disney related that we just talked about. Um hopefully this should the video version of this 
should be good. I think. I really don't know how to work. This is our this. first time doing it, so yeah, first time doing it. Us. Yeah, yeah. Be, uh, be patient in general while we figure this crap out. Um, but either way, um, thank you for everyone who's listening slash watching out there. Um, again, you can you can follow us on Twitter at Broke Boy Media. That's Broke underscore Boy underscore Media. Over on Twitter, you can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. And yeah, there's a video version of this too. The the audio versions will probably come out before the video version, just because. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. Either way, if you follow us, we'll love you forever. Either whether it be on YouTube or leave a um. Ooh, that was really weird. Sorry. <laughs> Leave a um, some some kind of comment on you know if you're listening to this on iTunes or I'm not sure if you can on Spotify. I don't know, kind of weird, but yeah, we'll uh we'll see you guys in the next one. Um, and yeah, peace. Peace. <laughs> wow! If you're hungry for a hunk of fat and juicy meat, eat my buddy Bumble here because the end of dream coming down a dime. Hot as Daisy Swine, all you have to do is get in line. Ah, you ate it. Yup, 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 yup. Oh, some bacon. Yup, yup, yup. Yup, yup. You can be a big pig too. Oh.